Welcome back to Cause Talk Radio, another true story from True Story FM. I'm your host, Megan Strand with Engage for Good. You can find full show notes and additional resources for today's episode at engageforgood.com. We're back with another episode of The Joe Show. Today, I'm once again joined by SelfishGiving.com's Joe Waters to talk about all the purpose-focused advertising that didn't happen at the Super Bowl this year, some social impact happenings that did happen around the Super Bowl, St. Jude's spaceflight, and why Joe and I may soon be chatting on Clubhouse. I'm so grateful to all of you for being here today. As you know, Cause Talk Radio is a listener-supported podcast, and we need your support to continue releasing great content each week. I'm excited to share a brand new opportunity to become a part of our inner circle that we're calling the Cause Crusaders. For just $5 a month, you'll get access to episodes a full week early in your own personal podcast feed, the ability to view live streams of our guest recordings, and other special bonuses along the way. And I have a special bonus one for you today, so keep listening. To get signed up, be sure to head over to truestory.fm forward slash cause crusaders. That's truestory.fm forward slash cause crusaders. I am here with the freshly vaccinated Joseph Waters. That's me. I feel like, are you like a third, Joseph Waters the third, or is it just... Well, I am a junior. Just plain old... Yeah, I am a junior, you though. You are? Yeah, multiple <gasps> Joe Waters out there. Whoa, yeah, so we've never talked about this. Yeah. Well, you're also a twin, so how do, does right. that mean you're better than your twin? Absolutely. I've always thought that, you know? So, I mean, I was, <laughs> I tell my parents I was the one that was expected and my brother wasn't, right? But right? here's an interesting story, Were you the first, first I was the first. Twin I am. I'm four minutes okay. older than my brother. But here's something that's interesting. When we were little, and of course, being identical twins, we looked exactly alike at babies. And my mother, who was also raising five other children at the time, we had bracelets. And we wore bracelets until we were like six months old before my mother could truly tell us apart. And shortly oh. after we were born, they my brothers came in and were messing around with these bracelets and they mixed them up. And my mother said she just put them back on and said, this one's Joe and this one's Jeff. So to this day, we don't know whether or not I'm Joe or I'm Jeff. I don't know. It's so confusing. That explains so much about your identity crises that you've had over the years. Absolutely. And it explains, too, why why I respond to both names. (laughs) Right. When, you know, because it's funny because being and only twins can really relate to that. Right. So when someone says jeff i automatically turn around or you i just respond. turn That's right. well and joe and jeff are pretty common names so you must be turning around That's a right. lot in all of your you know social outings that you're oh doing yeah these it's days. incredible how many things <laughs> i'm doing yeah but but we should tell people with the vaccination no i didn't skip the line no i did not tell them i was a health worker no i did not tell them I you were doing a good data. deed that's right here in massachusetts they actually said if you brought your uh, parent 75 or older to a vaccination center that you would be vaccinated too. And they just started this. They just announced it on Wednesday and I already had an appointment for my nice. on Thursday. So m- my, uh, me and my twin brother, we showed up with my 89 year old mother and we both got vaccinated yesterday. We got the first I dose. Love it. Yeah. So that's exciting. Good job, Massachusetts. Yeah, that's right. I love it. And so far I'm feeling great. Good. Yeah. 
we will hope that continues. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, congratulations. And uh, I assume that means you get the second one as well. Right? That's right. Like 28 days later. Gets the second. 28 days later. So then. Oh, 28 days. Yeah, 28 okay. days. And I because I think the Pfizer one is 20 days. And then the Moderna one, which is the one I got, is 28 days. And then I think it takes, I'd have to see, I wouldn't want to say. Four weeks. Takes, yeah, it takes four weeks to be fully. So don't go around that's right. licking door handles that's right. like you normally that's do. That's right. Yeah. So I, or as they, <laughs> uh, or the skit they did on SNL last week, I can't become a mouth massage therapist, uh, you know, until after oh. I'm fully vaccinated. You didn't see the skit, I, I assume. I think I missed well, that one. Well, it was, a, I think I it was a funny one. skit about uh, people and the things like everyone was always like, you know, I'm doing everything I can. And then this guy was saying, I'm doing just doing everything I can and everything I'm supposed to do. And he goes, oh, really? He goes, are you still going to work? And he goes, yeah. He goes, and he goes, what do you do? And he says, I'm a, I, I massage mouths. And he goes, what? Oh. and he says, well, at least you're not kissing anyone. And he says, only at the beginning and at the end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to go see that. That's uh, really it's funny. Really funny. I love yeah. it. Um well uh speaking of funny things, one thing that was not funny this year uh were the Super Bowl commercials. Everyone said yeah. Wah, rah, yeah. not interesting, not exciting. Yeah. However, um, there were plenty of people that decided not to do their typical Super Bowl spend like Budweiser yep. and said that they were going to reallocate the media investment to help support recovery through COVID-19 vaccine awareness and education. All right. Here's my question for you, though. Yep. Do you think that they actually allocated 100 percent of what they would have spent on the Super Bowl to that? No, I think that. that y- I don't yeah, either. I don't either. And I- not Budweiser. I'm not singling out Budweiser. I'm just. All of them. Well, what is it? It's something like a Super Bowl 32nd ad is like $5 million. I mean, that's a lot of money, right? You know, in the sense like... Well, that's what I'm wondering. And that's what I think. I think a lot of these people, you know, I I think, you know, hey, look, they did something good instead of doing a Super Bowl commercial, which I think in the larger scheme of things is probably a big waste of time. But, um, (laughs) you know, I mean, they're they're doing something, but I don't think any of them was spending, you know, think about Budweiser and how many commercials they would have during the Super Bowl in each one costing each 30 seconds oh, costing really $5 million. Point. Yeah. I, 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 when I, when that first started coming out a few weeks ago, I started looking, they did not say yeah. we're committing $20 million or whatever it was. But I also liked what Lowe's did. So they, um, pledged to commit to rebuilding together. Our friend, Chris Perry at rebuilding together for home repairs to frontline workers. Every time the word home was mentioned during a Super Bowl commercial yeah. and also committed to donating a hundred thousand dollars for home improvements in the winning teams city. Yeah. Um, they didn't say how much they were donating every time home was mentioned, but at least that's kind of a nice, I don't know. It's kind of a nice thing. That's very Did nice. you see anything you liked or did you, did you, um, miss out on anything that you like well you know here's the interesting thing well one of the things i definitely missed out in the super bowl is tom brady playing for the new england patriots and winning with them oh, right we're, so we're so sad <laughs> hey but so here's sad. something interesting I'm so sad for you i actually looked up one of the articles that i had put in the selfish giving newsletter and you know one of the uh, companies we should throw out some kudos to is planters uh, planters nuts was one yeah. of the ones that actually in in their um in, in their uh public relations you know the ps uh, the PSRP, what do they call it? Yeah, the the, the release they did. PR agency. That's right. Through the thing, they said that brand is using the five point five million dollars CBS is charging to secure a thirty second spot uh, to reward everyday people doing good in the community. So, according to them, they actually gave away the five point five million dollars. That's pretty incredible. 
if that's true. That is incredible. And it's so much better when, than when they killed Mr. Peanut. Do you yeah. remember that? <laughs> it was a couple of years. Yeah. Uh, I guess it was just last year, but they did this weird thing where he supposedly died and was like reborn. It was super, like, I don't know who comes up yeah, with it was these like things. I hope you're listening. Because like it was super bizarre. Like that, or it was like a baby. Yeah, yeah no. it was just... But they killed him off on social before. It was just, it was yeah, too much. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I will give them, I will give them props for that. Yeah. Anything else that you saw that was um, well, I, interesting I, I the think Super Bowl? That, you know, I, I didn't I, even watch your boy Tom Brady. Sorry. I, I thought, um, you know, I thought the Jeep ad with uh, Bruce Springsteen was very powerful. Uh, but then, you know, mm. afterwards, there was a lot of uh, talk about him getting picked up uh, for drunk driving. Uh, I was going to say, didn't he just get a DUI? Yeah, so that's kind of awkward. So they immediately pulled the ad, but <laughs> that whole ad too was caught. Co- it wasn't cause marketing, but it was cause related, and that yeah. you know the whole me- the whole message was around unity and stuff like that. And it was a very good ad, uh, but yeah, so it's getting a lot of more uh, spin now. But they pulled the ad, and uh, you know now there's a lot of talk about what happened with Bruce Springsteen. And supposedly, based on the numbers I saw out in New Jersey, where Bruce Springsteen was picked up, he wasn't even technically above the limit uh it's 0.8 in new mm. jersey he was actually at 0.2 so it's some question about why he was arrested but who knows the whole story mm. i'm sure we'll find the whole story conspiracy conspiracy yeah yeah all right but, what else you got what well, else is interesting one of the other things i thought was interesting though about the super bowl is and kudos to the nfl for doing this you know a lot of things happen on the ground at the super bowl physically outside of the Super Bowl stadium in terms of charitable efforts. And those continued. The NFL really, I thought, uh, there was a whole article on that. I shared that in my newsletter that, you know, the NFL really went out of its way to really try to make a lot of those things still work. And it sounded like they still, you know, generated some awareness for people and uh, and generated some money, uh, you know, outside the stadium with different cause-related things. And I think they had, I forget how many people they actually had in the stadium. It actually wasn't obviously filled to capacity. It wasn't. wasn't insignificant yeah, though right, you're right there right. were i remember seeing the number two and thinking wow that's actually more people than i would have thought that's right and one of the things that was really nice too is bob Kraft here in new england flew a whole flight of healthcare workers down there uh so that they could watch the oh super that's bowl. nice so that was good yeah so so the whole super bowl was wrapped in cause and purpose this year that was the pigskin i just love that analogy the thank pigs, you joe the, for sharing the pigskin of cause the pigskin of cause marketing. That's right. Absolutely. The Super, Bowl. the Super Bowl. All right. Well, let's move on and talk about something interesting that I think um, this came out about the same time at the Super Bowl. I don't know that they did anything around the Super Bowl. Um, but this new space flight, the Inspiration 4 mission, yeah. has this great tie-in with St. Jude. Yeah. So what is happening with this? Like, this is crazy. Like, there's a space flight for good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What's happening with yeah? So I think this is really interesting, and you know, this in involves a um, you know a gentleman and also you know tech entrepreneur who runs a payment company, a payment firm called Shift Four Payments, and obviously he's mm-hmm. very wealthy. You know, obviously some type of multi-billion dollars, Jared Jared Isaacman, and um, he is going to be on the first space flight. You know that SpaceX is doing when they launch a crew of only private astronauts into orbit and and mm-hmm. the interesting about this is that it's going two of the people there are going to be from st jude i think one of the people is going to be someone that they pick and then someone 
is going to be someone who wins it based on a minimum $10 donation to St. Jude. So that's kind of exciting. Yeah, so, it's like a sweepstakes. Yeah, so I mean, you know. <gasps> you should donate, Joe. Absolutely. You should go to space. Oh, I would never get on that. I'm never get on a flight. I would never yeah, either. I would never get. I would never that's either. Right. I would send David Hesekiel. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let David, him know you if that. you're out there, I just want to let you know that Megan and I are each donating five dollars for a total of ten dollars <laughs> to St. Jude today, so that we can get you on a uh, a ticket to space. You know what I mean? Because you really are oh out gosh. of this world. I feel like we should just end the podcast right there, Joe. That was so beautiful, That's so right. beautiful. Well, you I know, know that David would you know, really appreciate that. But here's the thing, though, right? We talk about you know the arms race in space, right? You know, countries competing against one what, another. What race? You know what I mean? The, what race? The arms race the arms you know the like you know race. weapons okay. and stuff like that but it, it's interesting to note that the first thing in space wasn't weapons it's charity it's cause marketing right because we have this company and this billionaire who's donating money to send people uh to from saint it's jude crazy. and it's in you know it's an incredible program too and so uh, they're gonna raise so, so much money they're gonna raise so much money yeah yeah, and this is uh this is a galactic program. I mean, this is something that you know, this is one step for. this is one step closer to doing a point of sale program on the moon. <laughs> Collecting money from aliens. That's right, yeah. <laughs> Every time you land on the moon and you deposit a lunar rock in this bin, we gotta donate. You know, so I mean, you know, it will be something like that anyway. So I'm looking forward to it anyway. Well, but I, hey, you know, it's so inspiring, though. I mean, St. Jude really, you've got to give them credit Absolutely. because they just embrace innovation left and right. Yeah. And they are just all about doing things like this. I, you know, I would imagine there are people that are like, yeah, no, thanks. We don't want to do anything that crazy. But um, yeah. I mean, I'm sure not that many charities are being offered a flight into space. Yeah. But well, you know, one of the cool. things that really shows about St. Jude, too, which is something that we emphasize a lot to other nonprofits is, you know, the importance of a strong brand. Right. You know, the fact that they get this totally. opportunity is, yeah, they, they're doing incredible work, but they have built this incredible brand for themselves that really is recognizable and people are engaged around and excited about. And, you know, a lot of things come to them because who, of who they are and what they've done. So kudos to them uh, for being, for yeah. really, truly being a magnet for opportunity, right? Uh, in terms yep. of doing these no, things, I because a lot it. of, you know, there are a lot of people who say, hey, we could do this for a lot of causes. Why don't we do it for St. Jude? And this was just another example of someone saying, we should do this for St. Jude. Well, and I think we should say that Jarek, Jared Isaacman has been, Shift for Payments has been a St. Jude partner for several yeah. years. So I think that's yeah. where and, it came from. It's not like they just selected them right. out of the ether. I mean, yeah. they did prior right. to this space flight. Right. And he is making a commitment yeah. of $100 million to St. Jude, too. Oh, so, I missed yeah, that. Yeah, so that's big, you know, and something like that. Jared, so, you're the man. Yeah, so. I love it. If you, Jared, if you're listening right. to me, I've got two kids who need to go to college in September and I could really I'm use sure jail. Jared's listening. Yeah, and I, I'm pretty sure Jared's listening. I'll send him this episode directly yeah, just so right. he knows yeah. that Cause Talk Radio is talking about him. <laughs> you probably heard me mention this at the top of the show, but I want to invite you again to become part of the Cause Talk Radio Cause Crusader community. As a special bonus for signing up, I have five new invites for Clubhouse that I am reserving especially for the next five individuals that sign up for the Cause Crusader community after the show is aired. 
Sign up today at truestory.fm forward slash cause crusaders, and I will personally be in touch with you to get you that clubhouse invitation. In addition to fun bonuses like a clubhouse invite, free lunches, and author signed books, for just $5 a month as part of the Cause Crusader community, you'll get access to episodes a full week early in your own personal podcast feed, the ability to view live streams of some of our guest recordings, and so much more. Be sure to head over to truestory.fm forward slash Cause Crusaders. That's truestory.fm forward slash Cause Crusaders. bugging me about clubhouse and i don't even really know what it is so you need to tell me what it is you need to tell our listeners what it is and then you need to tell us why we should care about this because the last thing anybody needs is another social platform no and i agree convince me believe me you know i have i'm sensitive to this right in terms of you know what's happening you are and one of the things i think well what my understanding of clubhouse and and i have i haven't actually haven't had my own room yet on clubhouse but i have actually been a participant in many people's rooms and you know one of the things mm. right now is uh, clubhouse is invite only um i you know i actually got an invite from Allie uh from the engage for good Me team too. that's thank right you, thank Allie. you Allie. And uh, so I jumped on and i started looking around and you could find me at joe waters and megan is it megan strand uh on i think it's at megan m strand i had to do uh, some other megan strand is sitting on my yeah. But uh, the whole idea is, you know, that you're really looking at a um, audio social networking site, right? So, you know, when we think of, you know, what happens on Facebook in terms of people typing and sharing videos and stuff like that, Clubhouse is just audio, at least right now, anyways. So the the Mm. whole idea in a lot of ways, Megan, it's very similar to podcasting, right? But the advantage is, is that, you know, when you show up at Clubhouse, you know, you're discoverable, right? And so if, and so if I have, uh, if I want to talk about uh, win-win partnerships, I can go on to Clubhouse and I can do that with only select people based on who I choose. I can do it just with people within my group or I could open it up to everyone. So in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. what I think is interesting about Clubhouse is that it's discoverable. It's a lot, you know, a lot of people make this point about Snapchat too. That, you know, a lot of the things that, that gravitate to the top of Snapchat is a, about things that are really good, right? And interesting. And it strikes me like Clubhouse is set up in the, in the same way that, and you have the ability to kind of, you know, climb the rankings and get noticed by other people. So it's kind of like, you know, what's nice is it's kind of like podcasting with an existing audience, right? Because the tough thing about podcasting is you're doing a podcast and if you don't have any listeners, you've got to go out and, you know, uh, manually get those people. Uh, with Clubhouse, there's an audience built in. Now, the question is, is as- Supposedly. Yeah, that's right, exactly. You. And then the question is though, is once the shininess of Clubhouse wears off and people are not gravitating mm-hmm. to it and people anyone can get on will people use it will they say for example you know um and i was thinking about this you know that and, and we've done learning clubs together i have something called cause docs that i've been doing on selfish giving so the question is is do i continue doing something like cause docs using zoom and interacting with people that way or would i be better off going on clubhouse 
and hosting Clubhouse. something there. Can you stream it? Can you stream to Clubhouse like you can to Facebook Live yes. and all that stuff? Yeah, you can stream you can. it. But see, so here's I the could thing, right though. now take my Zoom meeting and stream it to Clubhouse. Well, if I, had I think it you set could up. go the other way because they did it with Elon Musk the other day. I know that when he was on Clubhouse, so they streamed it from oh, Clubhouse, Clubhouse to YouTube. To like a Facebook That's Live. That's right. Oh, yeah, yeah, for something. But here's the thing. Right now, and folks, correct me if I'm along on this, and I know Clubhouse is adding features quickly to this. You can't record your presentations on Clubhouse, okay? So you can't record. Oh, so it's like you are there or you miss yeah, it? Yep, yeah, that's right. It's live, right? And and then does it, go, it just goes away. That's right. It okay, goes, so it's yeah, live. That's right. And then the I other see. thing is, too, is, you know, the advantage of Zoom is you can go on there, you can show slides and stuff like that. You can't do that on Clubhouse, right? So in a lot of ways... Well, the other, okay, let's just let's just clarify. Yeah. You could technically record, you just can't record on Clubhouse. Right. So like you and I could be having this conversation right now on Clubhouse yes. and I could just record it like I always yeah. do on Audio Hijack. And Maybe, don't. yeah. yeah okay. And that's a good question. But like you can't record it on Clubhouse. Like there, right. Clubhouse does not keep a recording. That's right. Well, So it's like, it's, uh, it's real time. Little... You got to... Who is? You and I are going to do a clubhouse me- uh, oh, uh, room soon. You know, we're going to pick a topic. We are? Yeah, and what are we going to talk about? I don't about? know. We're going to pick okay. something. We're going to talk about it. And we're going to invite people. Let's do it. And I think it's going to yes. be a lot of fun. And, and you're going to use your Yeti mic. That's right. I'm going to use my Yeti mic. So I sound perfectly <laughs> fine to you and Mr. Peace, uh, who's going to be mad at me about using my headphones. Right. And but yeah, but I think clubhouse, you know, the question is, is like, you know, when so when I do something on Zoom, you know, does our audience prefer Zoom to, you know, um, you know, the clubhouse? And, you know, the question sometimes is, and let's face it, too, nonprofit people are not early adopters when it comes to a lot of this stuff. I was just going to say that. Yeah. But who who is Clubhouse designed for? Because I hear people like you and Allie talking yeah. about it, but I was like, I thought I was going to be all special to my kids and be like, oh, do you guys have a profile on Clubhouse yet? Because my kids are like the social media. They were like, Club what? What is that? Is that an old person network? So it's very clearly not yes. targeted for young yes, people. it definitely so skews. So there goes that demographic. Yeah, it definitely skews older. But you know, the point with Clubhouse too is that you know, everyone in- face faces for radio. Is that yeah. What you know, well, you know what? Yeah. You know what it is, too. It's just a lot easier to do. Like video is complicated, right? To do video is, is challenging. Right. And, you know, audio is a little bit more simple. So I think what it is, is, you know, it's one of those things that you can you can use and you can jump on live. You can talk to people. You can engage with people. Uh, you know, what's good, too, is it looks like you can have multiple guests on there and then you can have a viewing audience you know and then you can take questions for them and stuff like that you know but but the question is is like when push comes to shove will someone say you know what i think we should probably just do this on zoom right but clubhouse just has a different kind of vibe to it now but the question is 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 it the right place for nonprofits to be right is it the right place for nonprofits to be and even our audience right will people respond but you and I are going to find out next week because next week I'm going to put something in my newsletter about you and I doing a clubhouse. And all right. you and I are going to be there and we're going to figure it all out. We're going to figure it all out. Maybe we'll do Justin. Maybe that'll be the next Joe show. Love it. Is like an episode just on clubhouse. That's right. What do you think? That's right. I love that. And you know what? Instead of the Joe show, we'll call it, as I always wanted to, the whole show. H-O-E, because that's how I always type my name into Google when I type it in. That's one of the people things don't know. Instead of Joe, instead of J, I always hit the ho and, and the H button. And my my daughter said to me, she said, you hit that button so many times and your name is H-O-E, then J-O-E, you should really have the ho show. What do you think of that? <laughs> 
I love it. Maybe that can be the name of our clubhouse. Do you get to name your clubhouse chats? What are they called? Are they called like clubhouse meetings? Yeah, like, what are you they can called? give them like, you know, even if you went on there now and you looked at it, you would we see We could call it things. the Ho like, Show. Yeah, people are talking like I've had, I've listened to a couple of great ones on uh, personal branding. You know what I mean? Like, you know, but it could be, really? could be the Ho Show, personal branding or something like that. But yeah, so there's all sorts of things that you can you can do that. But hey, like I said, I'm a newbie for a clubhouse too. I'm just getting familiar with this. I'm listening more okay. than participating. But next week, Megan and I are participating. It's going down. That's right. The Ho Show on Clubhouse. That's right. That's right. All because right. I always say, well, if I'm going to do something poorly, I want to do it with Megan. <laughs> Okay, well, how can people stay apprised of all of your clubhouse happenings? Where might they find you online, Mr. Waters? Well, they can find me, of course, on Twitter at Joe Waters. And you can sign up for my newsletter at selfishgiving.com. And that comes out every Wednesday morning at eight o'clock. And you're going to see some stuff about clubhouse and how Megan and I are going to be owning the clubs. Well, I'll put all of the things we talked about today in the show notes, which you can find at engageforgood.com. I'm also at Megan Strand on Twitter, and we will talk to you. Maybe we'll talk to you on Clubhouse next time. Mm -hmm.